So, hey guys, I am coming to you all from my favorite place to be in the whole wide world, which is the top, with one of my favorite things, which is a joint. And I don't really know what I'm going to talk about tonight, but I do have a lot of things on my chest. And I'm sure that as some time passes by, I will dive into them. One thing I've learned since eliminating things that don't serve me is that once you're out of them there's so much more clarity and for me, I can feel so much more of the disrespect and the, and the I can see and feel so much clearer once I get out and once I clear out whatever isn't serving me. And so there's so many times where I was in something and then I chose to remove myself or I chose to remove that individual and I gained so much clarity once I was no longer connected to that. I could see their maneuvers, I could see the manipulation, I could see the lies, I could see the flaws. I could see so much more once I wasn't in it. Um, and so that's why it's really important to hurry up and kind of like nip things in the bud because y'all begin to get more clarity as time goes on. Um, but I also have a temper and I can really... Um, 
hype myself up if I need to, if I feel like I need to end something and my, and I, and I, and I, my heart's not ready or I'm not ready, I can really kind of get myself ready. Like, bitch, remember when this happened? And, you know, I can kind of get my, myself in the mindset to kind of end it, you know, because, you know, but that's only when I have a soft spot or something that's really hard for me to leave. Um, so that's that. I would say, um, I would say there are a lot of people who would tell you that, oh, just get the money. Oh, you know, um, who cares about love? Men can't love, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Nothing is 100%, and um, I'm really good at creating my reality, and I think depending on who you are and what you believe and how you think, um, you can't have certain things because of those things. But because of who I am and how I think and my ability to tailor my reality to myself, I'm not going to sit here with limiting beliefs and limitations about what I can't or cannot have. And so when I hear women preach like, oh, you know, you can't have, you know, men, ain't no man gonna really, you know, just get, it's, it's very interesting to me because I've experienced money I've experienced money from men and I've experienced love from men and people can say, oh my God, you a masculine, you're a barber of the building, you're a dusty bitch. At the end of the day, people who really have experienced the benefits of being loved properly and healthy, they will probably agree with me, but I would take love any day. I would take love proper healthy love over a man's money any day i will have both and i deserve both but i will take love being loved properly and holy in a healthy way over some fucking money that most men are gonna hold over your fucking head i don't give a fuck You have to put all this effort if you really want to do it. You have to have so many fake identities because men who give you money and they don't love you and they don't know how to love and they think money replaces love, healthy communication, etc. They're the type of men that are going to try to hold some funky, filthy money over your fucking head. I'm good on that. I'll take healthy love anyway. I'll take it any day. Um, and I've had both. But I feel like money doesn't make me. I make money. And so when if you have someone just giving you money but they're giving you bullshit or they're not giving you 
it's just it's different than when you're in a nurturing relationship where someone's giving you support, someone's feeding you positivity, someone's uplifting you, someone's, you know, it's it's giving you a different energy and that energy in inside of that energy and underneath that energy you can blossom and you can grow and you can become a better person. Money, if you're not a good person and you're not in a healthy situation in a healthy state of mind, money is just money. But if you're a better person, you can attract money. If you're healthy, if you're living in purpose. And I'm not saying be with a broke man who loves you, but I just feel like I have men who love me that would never let me, especially if we were together, would never let me struggle. Period. I just wouldn't. Um, and I will take that over just hella money, a nigga playing me, a nigga thinking his money make me, a nigga think I'm not going to be anything without his money. I'm good. <laughs> I'm straight. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm happier than a lot of people with a lot more money than me. I'm happy. I'm not bowling, but I'm happy, I'm okay, and everything is opening up for me at the right time. It's always, always, always at the right time. So, that's that. Um, it's really important to analyze the family or the familial relationships in your life and make sure that you're not repeating them. Make sure that the romantic and even friendship type relationships are not mimicking the unhealthy aspects of your core family, of your core familial relationships. Because I for sure feel like my first sugar daddy was a darker version in, in the sense of, no, a, a crazier version of my dad. And there's flaws inside of everybody, but I used to seek my dad's validation and I was never good enough. Um, and I finally, I don't know when I switched over, but I kind of just left him alone and then it became well I want mom to validate me um, and now I'm finally in this space where I don't need anyone to validate me but me my higher self my lower self my center self etc all of us, the collective, we have to know 
what's going on and why. I carry that with a lot of reverence. I carry that with a lot of reverence and I used to carry the desire to be validated by everyone else with so much reverence. And so back to that, so when I first shared daddy, I was never good enough. Oh, first time, too big, too skinny. You know, just all this, it was always something. And with my dad, he was always pushing me, 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 pushing me. And he produced something great. He produced something that was what I had to be to really survive it. It's not a kind world. I was a black female in mostly white environments and I had to bring it. There was no room for stupidity and errors. And so he constantly pushed me, but in the process of that, I never really knew. I never really felt like dad is really proud because it was always ne what's next. And I have that trait in myself. And that's another thing you have to really be conscious of is, you know, not only am I mimicking these relationships, these familiar relationships in my romantic or friendship life, but do I have these voices in my head and where did that voice come from? Where did that voice come from? Where did that voice come from? And so I feel like I've been in the process, especially 2020, of tracking down the aspects of me that come from family, that come from childhood, that come from trauma, that come from pain, Tracking them down and getting to to a great extent, getting them under control and saying, okay, I see where, you know, this is this. And so I think that I knew I, I knew I was leaving my sugar daddy. I mean, I have a plan and I have a plan and a plan and a plan and a planning and I think the last time that I tripped, I just realized like, oh, this was my dad playing out in this situation, playing out in this situation. And so, being able to track those things down and either eliminate them or bring them into harmony, bring them into, you know, bring them into serving you. That's the best way to put it. Bring them into serving you. And so, um, I just realized like this man is my dad playing out in this manner and I can't continue to repeat this and 
I need to take this lesson and I need to walk away and I need to move forward, but always remembering this lesson, always remembering that this is a part of me and if I don't get in control of it, it will pop back up in my life again. So now I'm very vigilant of, do I have a man in my life that's trying to control me? Do I have people in my life that are trying to control me? Do I have people in my life that I feel like I'm never good enough for? Do I feel like I'm never good enough for myself? Why do I feel like I'm never good enough for myself? Oh, that's coming from that? How can we correct that? How can we change that? So, I'm really in this process of just cleaning house and bringing everything into the harmony of where I need it to be moving forward. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Um, I also learned through this journey that people can hate on your energy. I used to think that, well, I was always popping, but I didn't think I was popping because I wasn't popping how I wanted to be popping. But compared to most people, I was always popping. I just didn't know I was popping. So I used to be wondering why these bitches would be hating me. I used to wonder why these bitches didn't like me, why they were so mean to me, why they bullied me, why they talked about me, why they lied on me, because in my head, I was just little old me, and why would anybody be jealous of me? But now that I know who I am, I expect the hate because I know who I am, and I know that even though sometimes I don't try to flaunt what I have on a physical level, because honestly, I could give two fucks. I know who I am. So even though I don't have like all this shit that I feel like is flossy, people can feel my energy. People can hate on your energy. And you be thinking because you don't have all this nice shit. You be thinking because you don't have this name brand stuff. You be thinking because you don't have this expensive hair and shit. You be thinking that nobody will hate on you. But that's a motherfucking lie. People will hate on your energy. And I didn't know that. Because you be thinking motherfuckers are so out of tune. But motherfuckers be so out of tune with who the fuck they are, but so in tune still. It's amazing. And even if they consciously can't read your energy, they subconsciously read your energy. And some motherfuckers just hate you. They just hate they hate if you have if you got some shit going on for you. Some motherfuckers hate you, and you just you just have to go ahead and move through the hate. <laughs> you just gotta move through the hate, and you gotta actually get a little bit comfortable. You gotta get a little bit comfortable in the hate because. 
The hate ain't going nowhere. The hate ain't going nowhere. And then for me, it's like now that I know who I am, I'm just so picky because I can't. Trust motherfuckers. Like, I know who I am, so it's like, you're not even worth, like, why am I bringing my, why am I, why do you even have access to me? And why are you even, like, who are you? Like, you need to earn, and I feel like motherfuckers be trying to wow out, and it's like, I'm me, like, if you fuck up with me, if you fucked up your whole life. That's how I feel. But that's how I feel. Like, that's how I feel about me. And if somebody doesn't feel that way about me, that's cool. But I don't want people around me that can't, that don't see me the way I see myself. And that's why I feel like you have to clear people out who don't see your vision. If you have a vision, if you see yourself one way and someone, if you see yourself as a queen, if you really see yourself as a queen, for real, and you really see it, then... You can't have people around who still want to treat you like the peasant bitch. Because that's a direct contradiction to your vision. And either you need to keep that vision in, in hiding, meaning that no one knows about it until you've completely manifested it so that they can't add their energy, add their negativity, add their doubt to it. Or you need to find people who completely believe the same vision as you so they can add their their belief to you they can add their excitement to you they can add their optimism to you but you can't have motherfuckers if you really say oh i'm a queen i'm a queen i'm a queen you can't have motherfuckers around still treating you like a peasant and that's what i discovered that's what i discovered i discovered that in order for me to go where I'm going, I gotta have people around me who see the same vision as me or don't know about my vision at all. You know what I'm saying? Either they see it and they add in the hope, they add in the optimism, they add in the excitement, or oh, I don't know, I don't tell them, they don't know nothing about it. Because I just can't afford her. To have motherfuckers adding their negativity and doubt and and judgment and all of this shit to my shit. Because I can birth it in darkness by my damn self. Without any of y'all motherfuckers' input. Without any of your motherfuckers' assistance. Without any of your motherfucking validation. Without any of that. I can go birth this shit my damn self. So if you're going to be around, we got to be adding the same energy, optimism, belief, faith, excitement, etc. But I have men in my life, first sugar daddy, some other niggas, still trying to treat me like peasant bitch, still trying to be disrespectful. Y'all motherfuckers got to go because that's not how I feel about me. And that's how I realize if you let me go on, you don't really think people wear the queen shirt, who they wear the queen shirt. Oh, they wear the queen shirt, but they nigga fucking disrespectful. <laughs> they nigga is fucking disrespectful, Tori. They nigga is fucking 
disrespectful towards them. But they got their queen shirt though. So what I'm saying is you can't walk around like you the queen and still keep motherfuckers that won't bow down to you. You just can't. Like motherfuckers who still treating you like you the peasant. How you the queen and you hanging around with motherfuckers is treating you like you the peasant. It doesn't make sense. So I had to just get everything into alignment where either you know who the fuck I am and you can get with the program and you on board or you can get the fuck out of my life. Period. Either get with it or keep it pushing. But motherfuckers be afraid to be alone. If I could say one thing is, you know, enjoy other people, but don't be dependent on them. I feel like introverts are superhumans because that means you feed yourself. You don't feed other. You don't feed off of other people. You don't need other people to to stay fed. But I'm biased because I don't need y'all motherfuckers to stay fed. I stay fed off my damn self. And that's a superpower. Like it's like being self-charged. But I feel like if you can really take that time to be alone and get to know yourself and get to court yourself and get to date yourself, because then your standards will be so high. Like if a nigga can't do what I'm doing for me and I'm doing a lot, what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? I'm doing a lot for myself, so what the fuck are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be impressed? I'm, I'm impressed by myself. I'm impressed by what I'm giving myself. And what I'm going to give myself. But I feel like not being afraid to be alone and spending quality time with yourself is just a game changer because you won't need anybody else's validation, beliefs, etc. Like, I'm good. Like, you don't have to. It's just so free, and I'm not dependent on any external reactions or interactions, etc., to feed myself or to, to stay fed and stay charged and stay excited about life. Um, but that's just, I'm definitely biased. I'm sure, you know, extroverts have their superpowers too. They really do. They be getting jobs and shit. Because I'm not anti-social ass. I can work my ass off. But if I gotta go drink with you, kiss ass, laugh at just fucking lame ass jokes and shit, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. To get the job, I gotta suck. I gotta fuck to get. I'm good. Might as well just open up shop. <laughs> shit. I mean, that's what y'all want. People would judge you for the very shit that, that they was gonna do to you. That's the key. Like, 
niggas be judging bitches for being home, but they was gonna pimp your ass. <laughs> they will call you a hoe, but they had every intention to pimp your ass, okay? To pimp that ass out. But it's funny how the hoe is the bad thing, but the pimp is what? Like, good? So I'm gonna pimp myself. I'm gonna be good. <laughs> Since the hoe is so bad and the pimping is so good. That's how society see it. I mean, we talk about pimps, but it's always good at hoes. So since the hoe is bad, I'm gonna pimp myself so I, so I could be good, right? It's better to be the pimp than it is to be the hoe, I guess. I guess that's what they say. So I'm gonna pimp my damn self. Cause y'all motherfuckers be having me so fucked up. Everybody wanna judge people for doing what they was gonna do to you anyway. Like, they was gonna pimp you out anyway. <laughs> they was gonna pimp you out anyway. <laughs> might as well be a hoe for thyself. <laughs> I'm my own hoe. Thank you very much. I'll pimp my damn self before I let you pimp me because that's what they have every intention of doing. Every intention of doing that shit. That's why I don't give a fuck what nobody think about me because I don't figure out a lot of shit. I don't figure out a lot of shit in a very fast period. I mean, some people 40, 50, 60, 70 years old, they still ain't happy. They still don't see the world for what it is. But I see it for what it is, and that's why I don't give a fuck about what motherfuckers think about me. Because everything they say is taboo. It's everything that everybody at the top is doing. And so if you plan on being all nice and shit and uh, following every single fucking rule, you're going to be, um, you know, you're going to see where that leads you. Because I see how these motherfuckers do. I see how they do. I see how they do. And it, I see how they do, okay? And then when you see how everybody do and you see how the reality work and shit, people you do be having you antisocial. Because you just be realizing like, damn, y'all motherfuckers is some crazy ass gangsters like well some people are like most of the people in Atlanta they just want to be want to be cool want to be rappers want to be gangsters that want to be 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 but when you start thinking about like people that's really like that like technically is like really rich or really famous and you be thinking about some of the shit they look at some of the people's Look at some of the people's records. Um, whoa. Um, some of the people really did do some crazy shit. And when you realize everybody that's like, it's just sad. It's, it's complicated. And you just start being, I don't want to say you start being scared of people, but you just start being antisocial because you be realizing like, trust myself because when I was listening to y'all motherfuckers y'all had me fucked up when I was listening to y'all motherfuckers y'all had me fucked up so since I can't trust y'all motherfuckers I just I be just scared of them I be looking around like oh my god just like 
Oh my gosh, like infinitely, and that just be so annoyed when my photographer's like, please don't let this motherfucker talk to me. Please don't let this motherfucker like. I just hate interacting with like. Uh, I just like don't want to interact. Like, self checkout. <laughs> so shout shout out to the self checkout lady. Thank you, self checkout. Self checkout. Self checkout, baby. <laughs> Self checkout, baby. Okay. Self checkout. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not. I don't think I know how I right? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all know I'm high. <laughs> y'all know I'm high, right? I'm high and I'm fucking hungry again. Damn. This strand got me with the motherfucking munchies.